0: You are listening to the Life Reconstructed Podcast with me, Teresa amaral Beshwaite, grief expert, best-selling author, and widow. I'm so glad you're here because in this and every episode, I shine a light on the widowed way forward. Hello and welcome to episode 32. In this episode, I offer six simple tips to plan for Thanksgiving in a way that allows for grief and prevents unnecessary suffering. In the U.S., Thanksgiving is just around the corner, but no matter where you live, there's always a special occasion looming, whether it's a national holiday or a religious holiday, a birthday, or some other special event. These occasions can have so many widowed people feeling dread, maybe anticipation or anxiety. And depending on the occasion, other people have expectations of us and we typically have expectations of ourselves. There are gatherings planned, maybe traditions to be repeated, maybe gifts to be opened. And in the midst of it all, there's the grief, the deafening sound of your person's absence. My own approach was denial to pretend that the day wasn't actually happening. And I can report that that approach doesn't work well at all. With 11 years under my belt now, I would suggest making a plan. Before the guest list is planned or the meal planning, I recommend a plan for you and your grief. Here are six tips to alleviate the dread and to help you have the best possible Thanksgiving. Number one, you may be struggling with whether to mention your person's name. You don't want to upset anyone, but there is an elephant in the room. Do you make his favorite dessert or not? It's easy to try to get it quote unquote right. But the truth is there's not one right way. Grieving is learning. Every year is an experiment. You'll do your best to be present with your loved ones and honor your person. Some of your efforts will go well and others not so much. It's all part of learning. So tip number one is to have an experimental mindset. You're learning how to do this. Allow yourself to be a beginner. Tip two have realistic expectations special occasions of any type can be tough in year one after loss we don't know what to expect and in year two and beyond we may expect ourselves to be quote unquote better and others do too as time goes on we figure out what works best for us does it get easier. I'd say that it gets different and becomes something more manageable with time and with intentionality. No matter how long you've been on the journey, expect that there will be moments of happiness and sadness, that you may need time alone, and that you will do your best to navigate the moments as they come. Have realistic expectations and be kind to yourself. Tip three, make time to feel the feelings. If you plan to gather with friends or family, also carve out time to feel the difficult feelings that you'll likely experience. Last Thanksgiving was my 11th without my husband. First thing in the morning, I made time for a long walk. And as I walked, I felt the feelings. I ached for what was. I honored the pain that comes with great loss. I let it be there and I experienced it fully. And later when I hosted a small group of family, I was able to be more present because I wasn't busy trying to sweep the emotions under the rug. Tip four, be alert to people-pleasing habits. If you're a people-pleaser, you'll very likely want to make everyone happy on special occasions. And well-intended family and friends want you to feel better or at least look like you're having fun. It's tempting to try to please everyone. But if ever there was a time to put yourself on the top of your priority list, it's now. Continually ask yourself, what do you need most? What's best for you? How is your energy level? Do you maybe decline an invitation altogether? And if you decide to attend, do you need to step away for a few minutes? Do you need to end a conversation? Maybe you need to leave early. Take care of yourself as a top priority. Tip five, make decisions and like your reasons. Widowed people can struggle with decision making and special occasions present yet another set of decisions to make. Will you attend in person, spend the weekend, host everyone at your house, cook a full meal? Keeping in mind your needs from tip three, make your decision there are no right or wrong decisions, only the decisions that you make. Make a list of all the reasons for your decision and be sure that you like your reasons. Tip six, have your own back. When we're part of a couple, we typically have each other's backs. So becoming widowed means learning to have your own back. By having an experimental mindset, And realistic expectations and setting aside time to feel and banishing people pleasing, you've set yourself up to make the best decisions for you this year. You're looking out for yourself and your needs, and you like your reasons. So now it's time to stand behind your decision, no matter what others think. Your decision isn't up for debate. I've given it careful thought, and this is what feels right for me this year is a sentence worth rehearsing. Will Thanksgiving be easy? Probably not. It's more likely that it'll be a mix of comfortable and uncomfortable emotions. But with some planning, it won't be one ounce harder than it already is. Like never before, take good care of you. If this episode was helpful, please share it with a widowed friend. And remember that I believe in you and I'm here for you. Take care. If you found this podcast helpful, I invite you to join Life Reconstructed, my coaching program exclusively for widowed people. It will help you step forward toward a life you will love again. Simply go to thesuddenwidowcoach.com and click work with me.